the Mark West Sports Podcast. Alright, welcome to the Mark West Sportscast. Yo, let's just jump right into it. This week we had the battle. You already know. <laughs> Young Jeezy and Gucci going Gucci, at go, it, man. It, it felt do. like a sport. And, I mean, Thursday night was lit for oh, me. I, I don't know about down. you. Like I told everybody, um, I was going to be at the crib. It was my day to cook, so I already prepared that early. You feel me? I had my lick on deck. You know, I was vibed out. Me and my wife was ready to go, you know. Um, Gucci, boy. like Gucci is a savage. Savage. Straight That's why up. I fuck with niggas like that. You know, real savage. recognized, real. You feel me? Like. Off um, top, just he, coming with the diss record. To, to, that was the first thing. Off. You feel me? And, 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 you know, I seen a lot of the comments online. You know, people was like, oh, um, Gucci man. You know, like when I was watching it, because, you know, they also had, you know, people comments on there. They was like, wow, yo, so disrespectful, all type of shit. But, yeah, I, I, I fuck with what you talking about. You feel me? Because this ain't no regular um, versus battle. This is a versus battle with people that got beef and not just industry beef. They got street beef. You feel me? And and, and if somebody would have put a ten, great. if if somebody would have put ten <laughs> k on my head beef. for my chain, you feel me? And that's going on um Jeezy. Um, I would have done the same thing as um Gucci man. You try to set me up. You try to put a hit on my head. You feel me for my chain? And what happened to your homeboy? You feel me? You know what I'm saying? I had to handle that. I, you feel me? I had to murk that nigga. You feel me? Not only did I murk that nigga, I done. You feel me? Um, try to bury that nigga in the back of a um elementary or a middle school. But it's all good though. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, Gucci man went straight for it because ain't no way. And you know it's been like 12, 13 years since they had that beef. You feel me, Gucci? man you the me done got locked I up all time like 15 shit. 20 years <laughs> nah nah it's been like 12 years gucci man even um because trust me i know when the beef started you feel me you know what i'm saying and, 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 and everybody know jeezy tried to say 20 years and gucci had to correct him right there on the live you feel me you know what i'm saying it ain't 20 years it's been this years you feel me but can Feels you put like 20 years. 10ks on my on, on, on my head for my chain and i had a merc a nigga behind that. So icy you feel me? came and, out a long time ago, man. Oh yeah, so icy came so long, but you gotta understand that's the first time they actually performed that, and that's because Jeezy did some green ass shit. You feel me? It's my song, and you want me to put it on your album, but you got motherfucking um Def Jams and all these motherfucking big on uh, on uh, on uh, um, corporations backing you, where I'm independent and Gucci man, and you want me to put my, my motherfucking track that's number one everywhere. On the motherfucking um um <laughs> on the motherfucking track on your shit nah nah when it comes to the battle G um Jeezy was a, I fuck with Jeezy trust me like I told you feel me I went to the Ti concert Jeezy was what um came out before um Ti and and, and 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 Jeezy everybody was standing for Jeezy I fuck with Jeezy you feel me as far as when it comes to that music shit you feel me because he motivated me and a lot of my homeboys you feel me out here but again first um, Gucci i'm gonna man. stack my flow oh yeah now nah. i'm gonna stack some more and then what <laughs> you feel me but but gucci man came straight for it you feel me he went with the diss track first quarter because at the end of the day i don't know how people think that people could um get over somebody trying to murder you i'm, I'm almost losing my life behind you you feel me i almost lost my freedom behind you you know what i'm saying so so just the plain fact that gucci man put that to the side and was able to be in the same room because me i know i'm gonna be there on that 24 7 you feel me 365 like ain't no way you're gonna put a hit on me i almost die 
and I almost lose my freedom because you feel me? They say I murked the nigga, even though I murked the nigga. But still, regardless of the fact, <laughs> um, that right. it was self defense. But um, that battle was raw and uh, cut, juicy, came fly as fuck. You know, I, I love the tracks Jeezy done did. You feel me? I love all the tracks, but. G, uh, um, Gucci set the tone. Played a whole lot more. Jeezy could have played a whole. Of course he could have more. His motherfucking uh, I mean, catalog like, alone. Music alone, he would destroy. Uh, Gucci, Gucci. Yeah. On, on on any you know platform to, to me. But but you just gotta love how Gucci just came out like a savage, like on, a street on nigga. I'm just like wow, just like disrespectful track after disrespectful track. Burr. I was like damn, and then Jeezy just like chilling there, like it's it's whatever, man. Mm-hmm. I got I got real estate, you mm-hmm. know. I got money. And I got better hits, so it's whatever. Yeah, but, but I, <laughs> you know, I, 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 <laughs> that's I how I felt that. like he was taking it in, in the moment. But you know, I felt like Gucci coming out with them diss tracks was the right thing to do exactly. because he set the tone mm-hmm. for this battle. Mm-hmm. He set the tone like out the gate, like Jeez, yo, I'm like, coming for your head. Yo. <laughs> I was just like, tone. wow. I was like, wow. But you know, it it was great to just watch, just because it was to me it was like the best concert in 2020. I was like, thank you for mm-hmm. 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually get to see a little bit, you know, of what a concert would be, you know, in this crazy year that we're in. But you know, I felt Jeezy won the battle overall. But nah. savagery, nah. you know, like nah. I, I give it, I give it to Gucci. Nah, I don't, I, I don't think Jeezy won the battle. <laughs> I don't think Gucci won the battle. Like for real, even though them tracks that Jeezy came out with was hard, that was the tracks that I grew up with, bumped with. You feel me and certain shit like that. But again, I brought know up Gucci, a lot of good memories. Yo, I'm just fucking like, wow. been listening to Gucci. <laughs> so regardless if it was on his mixtape, he was coming out with different shit from his catalog. Like we were saying before, he got mixed. His mixtape game can can it's can ridiculous. can do a little something against Lil Weezy. You feel me? It's you ridiculous. But again. Gucci Mane, um, I, I think it was a tie. I think it was a tie, but if you talking about like what you saying, street shit, Jeezy ain't want no pressure. And 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 not just that. Like I said, I seen on uh, um, Big Meat saying, you feel me, you was pussy. You feel me, seeing saying that you ain't no real nigga. And everybody in the streets know BMF. <laughs> you feel me? Most niggas in the industry know BMF. Oh, Gucci so, one of the <laughs> like, you smell that pussy? Mm-hmm. You smell that pussy? Not as Jeezy. <laughs> I was just like, damn. <laughs> Once he came like, out with the truth, I was like, damn. The truth. Wow. Oh man, it was it was it was a done daughter, but 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 yeah, it was a it, it was it was something to watch. You feel me? I think I was never gonna see this. Now, mind you, this the first time they ever performed this song together since that video. First time, yeah. Ever. So it was good to see them do so icy at the end. So icy at the end, well, was was pretty dope to just see them vibing out like yeah we beefing we don't like you but you know i agreed to do this for the culture <laughs> it was and for the we culture gonna, but we're gonna it do so money. icy you know just to just to end this Man, but i felt like it should have been longer i felt like it should have gone at least two more hour. hours you know, you know at I mean? least two more hours see but you got to think <laughs> about it you know at the end of the day i know people saying that it's for the culture but like fuck that shit it was really about money because everybody know um, everybody on that wind up being <laughs> on the like versus challenge, <laughs> um, the versus challenge, what, what, whoever they was going versus with, their stock went up. 
on Spotify and every, every different platform where you can screen people music. So, so yeah, I understand that it, people saying this for the culture. Yeah, it's for the culture. But again, like like Gucci Man was saying, you know what it was. You know I'm gonna play these tracks. I'm not gonna motherfucking pussy for the Ronnie. You know what we got beef, and I'm gonna play the tracks that I, the diss tracks, new diss tracks, and old diss tracks, and not just that. I'm gonna make money behind this because everybody that came on the versus challenge, they wind up on uh, um, making a lot more money on these streams platform so yeah i understand people want to say it's for the culture rest in peace king vong and everybody else but it was about the, about the money and, 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 and i fuck with gucci man i fuck with you too jeezy but real recognize real and, and, and if you did that then i gotta only fuck with on, on gucci because i only fuck with real niggas and if you a fake nigga then i can't fuck with you all right so let, let me give my score because you know we're all into hip-hop here so i'll give my little two cents um and and truthfully, I ain't gonna lie. Um, I I we I came up more on Jeezy, so I, I always liked Jeezy's shit. His production was always tight. Yeah. Truthfully, I like when Gucci Man was coming out. Both of them, I always thought Hot Take Gucci Man was trash. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So when I sat down and watched this, I scored this shit like almost like a boxing match. It was twenty five songs, right? So. For the person who won, I gave him a one, and for whoever I felt lost, got a zero. So when I tallied up the score, right, it was weird because at the beginning, Jeezy Man was winning. I mean, Jeezy Man. (laughs) 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 Jeezy Man. Uh, Young young Jeezy was winning, right, at the beginning, then boom, good. Then Gucci Man started coming back in the middle, uh, eating him, eating him. I'm like, damn, Gucci's eating him now. And then at the end, Young Jeezy started coming back. But pretty much my score was um, uh, 16 or 15 Young Jeezy, musically. So How much? Six, six, so Jeezy won by one song in my score. They, they, the, game winner. The, uh, the game winner, I think. The game winner was, was actually The Truth. Because even, even that one, like, when he played The Truth, I think Jeezy played one of his best hits. I forgot what it was, but uh. even, even after that, I was like, yo... After that motherfucker said, even after that song was done, he was like, in the dirt. I was like, okay, this motherfucker is not playing. So so, so you got it for Gucci, not Jeezy. No. Musically, I have Jeezy winning by one uh, song. But, 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 I think this is like one of those games where like the QB has mad stats and the wide receiver has mad stats, but the team still fucking loses. I think Gucci Man like won that. Herbert. Just off of the the music was almost like a tie. Like I said, Jeezy won by one song, depending on who you talk to. But the showmanship, the energy, the just overall, like Gucci was like he looked like he he was ready for war. You know what I mean? So Shit. I kind of did y'all so, see? The, so did, that's my score. Yeah, I see. The, I, I I see the score. I I understand, but that's why I say it, it was tied because. Um. Yeah, I know that that Jeezy lyrically, everybody know that Jeezy's probably better than Gucci. Probably not for right now because I heard the recession too, and the recession two two is trash. It's not the Jeezy that I expected. Um, I really didn't like none of the none of the um the the you were saying real shit. It's not like you was rapping. You was rapping good. You feel me? But it's it it. Was it what I expected from Jeezy? Nah. So so yeah, Gucci coming out with hits right now to this day. So so again, yeah. even though I grew up on on, on Gucci and Jeezy, and Jeezy got better better lyrics when a lot of shit, 
Gucci say that yeah. real shit, man. Oh, oh the, the the last thing I want to say was that this versus made me realize that Gucci is actually a better rapper than Young Jeezy. Exactly. Like I always, I always thought I always liked Jeezy, but I, I'm realizing I liked him better, better just because like the production was just tighter. He just had like a more like uh polished sound. Exactly. Where Gucci, he was like independent, so his exactly. shit, his shit really sounded like it was coming straight out From of the, the fucking gutter. trap. You know what I mean? And his shit sounded rough, so I ain't really. But as I'm listening to like the flows, like Jeezy kind of always had like that same like one two flow, uh 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 uh. And but Gucci has like he's got like different flows, mm-hmm. and so that kind of made me realize I think Gucci Man is actually a better rapper than Young Jeezy. Man, I think Gucci Man is a better raw. I disagree, hundred percent. Real nigga, <laughs> you feel me? I disagree. Gucci 100% Man is an overall about, real nigga. About Gucci being a better rapper than Jeezy. You heard recession too. Yeah, I heard Recession too. That shit, you like that shit? I mean, there's a bunch of Gucci tracks like is that are very basic. Oh, too. trust me, I know. Very basic. Trust me, a lot of his mixtapes, <laughs> I only like like probably like two or like, three tracks from the 20 tracks that's on that mixtape. Trust me, but it don't matter. Gucci saying real shit. You feel me? So he got G- different G- flows. G- but saying real shit too. Shit. I mean, I I like both, obviously, but no, I love Gucci. I love you know his 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 grit, like his hardcore style. You know, but Jeezy's is, is dope too. It's like, but if I had to pick one, it's gonna be Jeezy. If I could do without one, sorry, it's gonna be Gucci Man Lafleur. <laughs> but but I love Gucci though. Like I I love Gucci, and you know. Like he has some songs like I forgot about <laughs> that he was playing, you know. So he he could compete with any down south. I I would say the only other rapper that could probably contend with Gucci is is Ti to me. Um, far as like down south rappers, I mean, I, I probably t- I take Gucci over Bum B right now. Me me they, even I, though. Even Look. because because of his catalog, his catalog is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, he's got too many See, hits. I, I think about I think about the versus battle. I think it was great, but but I, I think that that um it should have it should have been um Ti versus Jeezy, because both of them got like that that platform and them hits that's been like you know worldwide type shit. I think Gucci should have went against like someone like Yo Gotti, but. It, I don't think it probably would. Gucci would destroy Yo Gotti. Gucci, Gucci probably on, would go, oh, go against uh, on <laughs> Yo Gotti and destroy him. <laughs> but again, they also got that beef behind Kisa Kayor. You feel me? No, um, nah, 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 nah. Um, Yo Gotti <laughs> nah. against Young Dolph. Yeah, it, 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 but 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 Gotti but but I don't know. I don't know him. if that's gonna work because 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 shit, he tried to body him in real life. You feel me? So so so. <laughs> Regardless of the fact, I think uh, um, it would have been a, a, a better better thing if if Gucci would again went against Yo Gotti, but everybody know the beef, so that would have been a better thing for the culture because everybody's dying right now. Let's show these young niggas that we could squash a little beef and make this little bread, this that and the other. Um, King Von, he wasn't here to see this. You feel me? Mo Three wasn't here to see this. Um, you know what I'm saying? Nipsey Hustle, even though his homeboy sneaked him. You feel me? A lot of niggas don't wind up dying, and, 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 and I really think that's the reason why they wind up doing this. You feel me? Be um one for the culture, but two really for the bread. You feel me? Because like I said before, everybody um stock went up 
after every versus battle. It, it ain't matter if you was R and B. It ain't matter if you was rap. You know, so so. Um, of course, um, a money motivates everything. You mm-hmm. know, um, did you see the Thursday night? That was raw. The, that was dope. How this shit happened on a Thursday night. Oh yeah. So, but did you see the Thursday night football game? I seen a little bit of it because I was a lot. I was caught up in the Gucci. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. But it was still long late, so I, I I was watching that and and the battle at the same time. It, mm-hmm. it was dope to watch both. So, I mean, to see the Seahawks. Beat beat the Cardinals. I mean, it was a great game, back and forth battle. Kyler Murray just didn't come through in the clutch, he where sacked. he should have ran <laughs> more in, in that last drive. Mm-hmm. If he would have ran more in the last drive, but he couldn't. They was containing could. his ass. They was could. containing him majority he, of the game. He just wasn't making the decision to run. And like not just he, that. he felt like he could win with you his see, arm. You seen how he got hit like five? He got hit by literally in the beginning of the game like five times, and he changed the way. He um, got a slide. You know though. what I mean? He and got he, a slide. And he, does, he does a great job of sliding. Uh, he should have got more yards should've. on the ground. If they did that in this game, I, I think the Cardinals would have won. Mm-hmm. Um, my takeaway from, from, from this game, though, is that both of these teams – are legit teams that that can win and go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, just because you got a quarterback that can that can win you the game in those final moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but Seattle is a team that's just got they're young issues man. on defense. Like yep. if they could just find a way to stop people, I think what's really hurting them is obviously COVID because they ain't got the the fans, the twelfth man. See, but everybody, you know, that shit. so. But but they really got the advantage. Remember that that's where the beat the 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 uh, beast quake happened, where it actually kind of like shook a little bit. So you know I I think that's really something that they're missing right now, unfortunately. But uh, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with them. I, I mean I, I I think but I think both can make make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think Straight both up. can make it to the Super Bowl. I think um both is like a real good team or a, a title contending team. Sometimes, you know, everything going to have their ups and downs. Um like I said, I've been praising Russell Wilson um for the longest and he, you know, the last few games he's been letting me down, but um like you was alluding to to the last um podcast, you were saying normally when they don't have a running back, a running back that's going to go ahead and give you that 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 them yards that you need um you put everything on on russell wilson and he's probably gonna go ahead and turn over and that's exactly what they didn't do you know they had a solid game you know uh russell wilson he had people around him his running back was doing their thing um the the defense yeah we know that their defense been suspect for the longest but you know they played a decent game. I'm not gonna go ahead and sit here and, and pretend like they're just worldly. Nah, they did they did what they needed to do to actually win the game. But um like I said in the beginning, um Kyler Murray, he wind up um getting hit like five times and those five times, you know, a few of the, few of those hits I was like, damn, like, you know, he really got hit like that. Um and right when you seen he got hit like that, he kinda settled down and wasn't the scrambler that me and you know. You feel right. me and everybody else know. It definitely affected him. You know, it affected you know? him. And it's just but one it's, game. It's only a shoulder injury, so he should be able to shake that off yeah, yeah. Uh, at least in, in, in two games. But they're definitely a team that I think um, can can really make it to the 
you know, championship level this this season. Another thing that happened this week was was the NBA draft. Ooh. So first of all, we we drafted a dude named Precious. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the Miami Heat drafted Precious, mm-hmm. not the actress, <laughs> not the girl from high school mm-hmm. that you know mm-hmm. and I know, <laughs> but uh, Precious. Uh, but he looks like he's a dog from from what I've seen. Could be another Bam. Yep. You know. Uh, so you just have another rim protector potentially. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he could develop a shot. He seems like he's 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 willing to take the shot more. So I really think he can actually develop uh, a, little to, to, uh, a little bit better than Bam. Mm-hmm. You know. Unfortunately, I didn't want to say that. I and mean, what's what's new there? No, I'm gonna say that. that. I'm gonna say that. You feel me? Cause <laughs> you know, that, but it, I still feel like Bam has potential to really develop a shot as well. Yeah. And, and plus all the other stuff that he gives you. You know, you might as well stick with them. I'm already thinking about next year when you're trying to ask for that bread. So, you know, it's all good. But, again, we wind up signing Precious. Um, like Marcus say, um, said, um, he's exactly – I don't remember his last name. He got a weird last name. I think a Chua or some, something like that. But, but um, you know, we, we wind up getting um, getting him. Again, he's, he's like, identical to it, Bam, when we wind up getting Bam a few years ago, three years ago in, in, in the draft. Um, I do think that we wind up getting him because of Bam, because Bam is going to be asking for some money next year. And we trying to get, you know, like someone like Giannis or a superstar. You know, ain't no point of us paying you that bread. You know, I mean, shit, Goran Dragic is a better player than you, Bam. And we gave him what he, and we gave him. Yeah, we understand he's old, but he's still productive. You, like I said, you're not consistent with the shot. You feel me? I fuck with you. Like it's loyalty over here, but again, at the end of the day, you don't have the shot that 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 um, renders that that high contract. Yeah, you you give everything. You give the energy. You give the rebounds. You give the grit that that comes with. Um, being a Miami Heat player, I mean, if you wind up um, agreeing with the culture that we wind up having over here, I fuck with you. But again, we wind up grabbing Precious because I know we're going to go ahead, you're going to go ahead and at, um, try to ask for some bread, and we only have a certain amount of cap. You're not a superstar. I don't even think you're – you made an all-star, but I think that because your, your, your um, shot is not consistent – you know, like you're going to wind up getting um, left out. And it's bad for me to even say this, you know, um, because like like you're you're the you're the you're the engine that we have over here in the Miami Heat. You know, um, Goran and Duncan, they're they're the wheels, but you're the engine engine because you give us all that energy. But, you know, I think it was a great move. Um, by the Miami um, Heat, um, Pat Riley, he's he's he already said that we're going to run it back. You know, um, I think salary cap for every league went down for this upcoming season. So I think that, um, you know, as far as what the Heat is doing right now, we brought everybody back. Sorry, Derek Jones, I fuck with you, you know. But again, going with you, you know, when I, look, when I look at you, you know, you embody the Heat. But but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be mad at you for getting that bread from Portland. Two years, nineteen million dollars. Um, you deserve that. Um, of course, if you were gonna stay in Miami, you was not gonna make that bread. Why? Because we're waiting for next year. Um, we need to make sure that we um, finesse shit a certain way so we can wind up getting that superstar. But yeah, the draft was great. 
Yeah, um, another thing that happened in the draft is because the draft, I mean, to be honest, it was like it was kind of boring. It like, was. you know, I mean, I I barely really watched the NBA draft anyway, but like that It's not like, like the NFL. I think I watched, you know, the f- the first 3 picks. Yeah. And then I stopped watching it. And then I just heard that we that we picked up a guy named Precious, which just mm. made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah, even know so Precious. So we did Yeah. I mean, because, you know, my point is is like we, we got so many players that are from like uh, that are not from here and barely went to college. Especially last year with this COVID year. Like most of the time you'll see all of these players play during March Madness and we didn't have March Madness this year, unfortunately. So we didn't see a lot of these players play in big moments. Okay. So you didn't really kind of see what to look for as far as who has that dog in them. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to see who who was good. So you got to rely on NBA scouts, uh, you know, players or uh, former players that that really can, can look at tape overseas. Mm-hmm. So overseas, like what LaMelo did was play – professionally yep he decided to skip college and just go straight to playing overseas professionally so should this really be a trend like do you feel like players that are just balling in high school it's like why why even go to college it's one and done anyway i'm not gonna earn a degree um in one year so why not why why not just play overseas get some real bread culture myself a little bit <laughs> and come back when I'm drafted see, but and start that, playing for the NBA. See, but that that's good also. It sounds that, like the play to me, man. The balls are playing it they how it's supposed that. to be played. They should do that, but that's the whole reason why <laughs> that's the whole reason why the NCAA need to motherfucking start paying motherfuckers money because if they wind up paying them decent money, not just a scholarship, then what you're talking about, like, it wouldn't be a shock. Like, let me just go overseas to go ahead and get money because I've been getting money. So, so, and decent money, not some bullshit money, you know. I mean, if you're going to pay them, you know, you got to pay them some real shit. Um, but, yeah, um, I think <clears throat> I think that was a, 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 a good thing, a good topic that we um, jumped on. But I think the topic that we're going to jump on right now is Drew Holiday. <laughs> He got acquired by what the Milwaukee Bucks from yeah, the New Orleans which, which Pelicans, I think, which I think is just a, a terrible move. Like it's just like why, why you think Drew Holiday is the answer? So you got you got Drew Holiday. To me, it's it's just evidence to me that it's going to be a repeat for the Bucks, just like it happened in 2020. I just don't feel like they're a team that's really formidable. Uh, I feel like it's a team that the Heat would definitely beat again yep. in six games. Yep. You know, especially if we got our own squad, mm-hmm. like like our whole squad playing. Mm-hmm. If we got a couple of injuries, I feel like we could still beat the Bucks. Of course. Just because of that culture. Of you course. Know? Uh, to me, it just it's it's gonna be sad for the Bucks, right? <laughs> when they it's free agency next year. And the Greek freak is ready to go somewhere, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck!" Ready to go. The somewhere. Heat beat us again. Exactly. <laughs> like I think I'm gonna go take my talents to South Beach, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then we're gonna get him, and then like the Bucks are not gonna get anything for him. Mm-hmm. Like you, 
you're definitely not going to trade because you just got Drew Holiday. So that was like your trade. So that's what you decided to do. So he's going to play, obviously, this year. And he has a choice next year. My choice, if I'm the Greek freak, I'm not coming back to no Milwaukee. Who Come on, man. There? Like, the Drew Holiday. I mean, I just don't any re- see any reason for him to stay. So <sighs> I feel like... The Greek freak coming to Miami, whether you like it or not, Wes, is I think is gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. I think we're gonna. But wind we up also got the- Dragic for two years. They just signed him, re-signed Dragic for two years. Exactly. And, and the the best cheerleader that we got, Miles Leonard. Hey, <laughs> hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So we got a number one I know, cheerleader. I know y'all motherfuckers know. I know y'all motherfuckers remember baby. when I when I said that, and, and Marcus was giving me smack. Behind, like, damn, so you think you should bring back the team? I'm like, yeah, I think you should bring back the team because I don't want to trade nobody. I yeah, want to motherfucking have the core, this, that. Nah, you was giving me the business. I said, <laughs> no, I said, yeah, we should bring back the whole squad except for Kendrick Nunn. If if, if Kendrick Nunn is the Kendrick one player Nunn. that I, I would trade for, Man. you know, but bring back everybody else. Look. Like I was saying before, you know, I need to go back and see that because I don't want to argue with Marcus right now on this podcast about <laughs> something that happened. And you feel me? You know, before, but we but, can look but at again, the tape. From my recollection, <laughs> re- recollection, that's exactly what I'm gonna do right when I, you know, finish recording this one. Is like um, I was saying that the Heat should go ahead and bring everybody at, back. The only person that I want to bring back was Udonis Haslam. I said that he wanted to, he should be wind up being a coach. Got but again, too. I understand the that Karan Butler, Karan Butler, he's the up, practice coach, man. Yeah, but still, he's the number see, one practice coach in the league. It's different. <laughs> it's different when you a coach, and it's different when you one of the players. You feel me? So I think that's the reason why he put him. They they put him again on the team um, so he could really um, be considered a player because, again, at the end of the day, you know, we got – the NBA got rules, the NFL got rules. Coaches could only be around the players a certain amount of time and this, that, and the other. But if you're an actual player, you could be around them 24-7. ain't nothing. So I think that's the reason why Udonis Haslam is winding up being a Heat player again. Of course, I know it's loyalty. Udonis, I fuck with you. Remember I told you? Uh, I think you should be a coach, but again, if you whatever you need to do, and Pat Riley, the Godfather, need to do to make sure this thing keep going, then do what it is. You feel me? Y'all know better than me. You feel me? But again, as far as what you saying, Marcus, I think we're gonna wind up getting Giannis. Remember, I told you Chad Ochocinco had a um, talk with Jimmy Butler. Something's in the brewing, and they didn't want to go ahead and. And, and let it out. But again, regardless of the fact, we know that last season was a fluke season. So um, yeah, the Miami Heat did good in that little short period of time when we wound up playing in the bubble because it was like maybe like 75% of the season done. Um, but like the Miami Heat um, is doing what they need to do. Keep this core together. Derek Jones, I salute you. Come back later if it is, um, um, if you if you wind up showing motherfuckers that it, it, you are the truth. Um, because, you know, we got a history of players leaving the Miami Heat and not doing what it do at that play, uh, at that place. Um, because then we have, a, um, we, 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 um, who was the shooting guard that we had that we wound up trading to the um, New Jersey? Um, we paid them all that money because the Brooklyn Nets had. Jason uh, Richardson? No, nah, Johnson, Johnson, Johnson. His last name is Johnson. 
You feel me? He, the one that always got his tooth knocked the Tyler fuck out. Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson is not the same Tyler Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Tyler Johnson TJ. is not the same Tyler Johnson when he was with the Miami Heat. And, you know, that's just, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, everybody know I fuck with all these players that come from the Heat, but the culture means a lot. Yo, you know what was sad this week that happened, though, man? Who, who's a player who I always refer to as, as the John B. <laughs> he looks like John B. out there playing basketball. And that, and that's China Clay, Clay Thompson, man. Clay Thompson went down this week with a, an Achilles injury, unfortunate um, situation for Clay Thompson because he's, he's uh, one of the more prolific scores from three and just uh just mid-range and one of the better defenders in the league uh you know nba champion with the golden state warriors went down for the season for the second time in a row really because the last time we saw clay thompson was in the finals and he got hurt and he was out for that whole season so now he's gonna be out for another Mm. I mean, it's it's really sad to really see because you really want to see him just you know play because he's one of the you know best shooters in, in this game right now. He, he's one of the splash brothers. So now you really have to depend on Steph Curry to really kind of carry that team if you're a Golden State fan. <laughs> so now my question is is like is 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 what do they do now? I mean, they did pick up Kelly Oubre, which I saw, which I I think is really? kind of I think he's kind of trash to me. <laughs> I think he's kind of a decent defender, but like there's there's that is not, I would say eighty percent of the Heat, eighty percent of the players that are on the Heat right now, I would take over Kelly Oubre. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. What, what you say? So why again? do it? I mean, like. Is that dynasty done? Is like really the question I I'm think getting the to. Dynasty is done because Steph Curry, you know, is still you know sweet. a a great player. Sweet and Clay Thompson, if he can finally come back, he's not going to be a hundred percent. Then you got Draymond Green, who we all saw. Draymond Green can't do shit without those two boys. <laughs> Because where was Golden State last year? Disappeared like into thin air. You know, you forgot that that was even a team. He's like I said. So he's a product of the culture, like the Miami Heat. Every player that that dynasty be done, just like the Patriots dynasty is done too. I mean, I don't know. I'm not ready to write it off just yet. It's done because they could pick up one more player and keep that going. You know, just somebody who. Somebody who's a three and D guy because that's who Clay Thompson is. Like like who? Like who? Who 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 you would put on Golden State without trading to make them championship contenders? The only again? one that I can who? really think about, um keep, just keep the light skin thing going, man. <laughs> who? Is uh um the dude from Boston. Uh the uh. Damn, motherfucking! I can't um, think of his name right now. The one that, that 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 was off during the playoffs against the Miami Heat that can not yeah. do shit. I feel until like, like if the, he could, the fourth quarter, if he could develop to somebody <laughs> and they get like another Duncan Robinson or something like that, uh, uh, a player like that. Nah, I feel like they could be back. Nah, I think the dynasty is over. <laughs> I don't think the Golden State like 
I fuck with Steph Curry because him and Klay Thompson, they got that 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 stroke when it comes to the motherfucking three point shot. Like you're you're hitting it twenty feet away. You feel me? You're hitting hitting it close to the to the logo. You know. I think Klay Thompson is a better player than Steph, but that's another story. That's another shit that motherfuckers probably gonna give me the business about. But Steph Curry, uh, um, Klay defends better than you. Clay can shoot as consistent as you. I think you're a better shooter than him, but he, not not by much, you know. So I do think this ACL injury, um, not AC, first the ACL injury, and again now you got the the, the Achilles, Achilles injury, you know. Now you double got the whammy. Achilles. It's a double whammy for you, you know. It can be a, a bad thing or a good thing. Bad thing wise oh, because it's, it's going to be a bad thing because again you're going to be garbage as fuck this year. Um, you're not gonna be as bad because of, of course you got um Steph Curry, so you won't have a top three, top five pick like you had this year in the draft. Um, I mean, so it's gonna I be mean, a little harder I mean, for that, you to. That, that come really back does from depend that. on who who they drafted because I have no idea who they drafted. Exactly, but he's a nobody. They obviously drafted somebody high though. Nobody. So. That could be a good player. Let's just say they're a decent player. Oh my you know? god! <laughs> I know I about like Melo before everybody else, steal. and he was number three. They could still make the playoffs. They could make the playoffs, but are They'll you gonna win? Make you know, playoffs. we're from Miami, man. You know what it is, man. This fucking championship or bust. All that other bullshit shit. don't mean shit. You feel me? Shit. Like sometimes on, the man. Heat don't make the playoffs. Though. Exactly, <laughs> and I'd rather them not make a playoff and, and, and have a better draft and do what we do so we could build for next year. Yeah, I ain't trying that, to always make edge, the playoffs. You trying to when, be like Milwaukee, always when, make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose? Edge, I mean, the fuck is that? I mean, was the last? I mean, the last was. I mean, it's been seven seven years. It's been seven years since we last won a title. Because LeBron you know? sabotaged our ass, man. <laughs> he, sabotaged, he sabotaged us. So so, so I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm going to dwell on the but fact that. But we right that there. We, I mean. We, we did we it with right who? There. We did it with who? You feel me? Blue collar. Know what I'm saying? Bring your sandwich bag. You feel me? With your Arizona or whatever. That's the niggas that we motherfucking got it from. Love you feel Arizona. me? At the end of the motherfucking day, motherfuckers that gonna give <laughs> Dude, you what Arizona, Bam Adebayo's giving you, even though Bam Adebayo yeah don't Arizona think gonna be here next year, I get that energy for a lot of now. money, and you know I think it's don't gonna be in for you because I know motherfuckers looking for superstars, and I think that you just a star or close to a star. Now again, when it comes to that, I think the dynasty is over, like you said, like Chris said. Like everybody in the NBA know, like Hassan Whiteside know, when he was talking about Draymond Green, you're a product of the fucking culture. The only reason to, um, you're the way that you are is because you got two shooters, Clay and motherfucking uh, um, Steph Curry, doing this thing uh, at the three-point line. Like, they don't even need to be at the three-point line. They can still be over there by the motherfucking logo, and they're going to make the fucking three. It's the only reason why you're fucking good. You know what I mean? Again, they weren't here this season, and what happened to you? garbage so do i think the dynasty is over yes because how you gonna come back for acl and a fucking achilles you know i think you're gonna come back but are you gonna fucking be the same player hell fucking no nah. everybody fucking know that you're not gonna be the same player do i hope you are the same player so you can fucking kick lebron bitch ass out before he even make the finals yes i hope you do come back and make a hundred and twenty percent recovery a thousand percent 
recovery, Re million percent recovery. But I think it's over for y'all. I think you're going to come back because, like I was saying, when you got the shot, you're always going to have a chance in the NBA. So he has the shot. He's a fucking sniper at the three-point line. He's a sniper at the motherfucking um, logo. So, Clay Thompson, um, good luck. Salute. Uh, rehab. I know the Achilles is something crazy, but motherfucking Cam Wake came from it and and he did his thing. So um, I think it's over. I mean, I, I still think one more player they 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 could possibly take down one LeBron. One more superstar. Superstar. They just need one more superstar. Superstar. Then you know those, those fucking Lakers got right now, <laughs> and somebody I have a chance. Uh, but another thing interesting that came out this week was um, Toronto going to move to Tampa. What, are they going to be the Tampa Raptors? Awesome. <laughs> uh, just because Canada was like, nah, we're, we're not playing. Uh, yeah. COVID season is rampant, mm -hmm. and we're not doing that, uh, which is smart by them. Understandable. You know, but, you know, they gotta get the, bread. we're America, and we're about that bread. And, you know. How dare you take our sports away from us? It's cool. <laughs> it's our God-given right. <laughs> Toronto ain't going nowhere this year anyway, so it don't even fucking matter. I think the um, Lakers was thinking about trying to get Kyle Lowry, so you know it's kind of dysfunctional in Toronto anyway. So regardless of the fact, I know Toronto is coming to Tampa um, to play, but it ain't, it ain't nothing like the motherfucking Miami Heat because I think it's going to be a detriment to you guys because you guys are used to being in the cold and you're going to come and play in the heat. The hub, the hub is supposed to be Miami, um, Orlando. I think the, the well, um, Chris said the hub is supposed to be Miami, Atlanta, Tampa, and where else? And, and Orlando. So those three? Man, um, that's, 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 four, that's four hubs. It don't yeah, matter. Yeah. And who you think going to benefit from that? The, like the southeastern states. Anybody from the southeastern. Georgia and Florida. You feel me? Georgia, Florida, you New Orleans, you know. The football hopping. You know. Um, it, it's gonna be a big ass party, and I'm ready to see it. You so feel the football me? hotbed is is gonna now become the basketball hotbed. Hey, hey it's what it is. That's what's gonna be played. It's gonna be popping in Dade County because everything's always popping in Dade County. And if the Miami Heat do run it back and double back and make it to the motherfucking finals, and we're healthy, and then LeBron James make it to the finals. I don't have no problem with Pat Riley and the motherfucking Miami Heat motherfucking followed by the U.M., followed by the Panthers, followed by the Mar Marlins, everybody back in the heat to beat LeBron in the finals this upcoming yeah, season. I mean, I think they're, nah, they're letting. I'm not going. Chris, I'm, Chris just asked. <laughs> I'm good it, to go. Chris just asked. Like, if, if the question was, if they let fans into the arenas at uh -huh. these basketball games, would you go to them? And if you're asking me, no, I am not going to the basketball games in a closed arena. Uh, maybe a football game because it's more open. There's more free-flowing air, you know, uh, definitely not into a going. dome. Uh, there's no reason to really... Um, unless you're a, a diehard fan or unless you're in a box or something like that. I ain't going. Uh, but I feel like the experience at home is, is, is just as good. And you can watch multiple screams if, if your cable is, is good like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> so you might as well stay home, stay safe, especially out here in 2020. COVID season is still 
um, you know, now seasoned. So I, I definitely would not do it. So uh, I wouldn't. You know, I guess we should just roll into the NFL. I uh, and my first uh, question before we get into the picks, though. AB? <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a b man like damn a b like Good. why how first of all how did this news come out if you didn't hear a b uh got um allegedly well allegedly accused of destroying security cameras and this didn't come out until after there was an agreement with him to play for the bucks so the question is, did the Bucks know? Should the NFL really come after AB for that? And, yeah, like, did the Bucks know or whatnot? Um, the, the real question is, it's like, damn, why are you destroying security cameras, though? Like, like if it's true, you know, this is all allegedly. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Right. So with his past, it's like, you don't want to give these people a reason to fuck with you. So, like, yeah. w- like, why is this coming up? Because you're already, you're already on the verge of being blackballed from the <sighs> NFL, which is what they do to certain players, they and they have, have done that to to players in the in the past. The I feel like you're you're on your way for that, and you should be lucky that you you're able to even play in a game right now with. Um, you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I, I I just don't know like how how this comes out like after the fact. Exactly. That's why I don't be wanting know? to hear that motherfucking shit. Shit like that. You know they saying um they're not pressing charges. They're not doing a whole lot of shit. So why the fuck we even talking about this fucking topic? It's just a motherfucking um somebody that just wanna. Bring somebody fucking down. They fucking jealous about whatever it is. Oh, this motherfucker got all this money, so um, he think he can still do this shit. And they probably somebody spoke. Oh, go ahead and and leak that shit, and you could probably fuck up his money. Man, I don't even want to hear about this fucking story. Um, but again, at the end of the day, everybody that's trying to bring somebody fucking down gonna listen to the fucking story. Again. It's allegedly that he broke the motherfucking camera and this, that, and the other. But if you ain't pressing charges, bullshit to me. I don't want to hear about it. Next fucking topic. All right. So let's just jump into the, I mean, it's still crazy. It's just like, damn, man. Like, why, why the hell? It's playing um, because, because it's he bullshit. was signed before this, this uh, news came out. Exactly. Because it's bullshit. I mean, he's playing he okay. Play I mean, he's playing decent. He's got a couple catches here, here and there. He's not setting the world on fire. I mean, he's at the end of his career. And not just that, but so, he got motherfucking other wide receivers that does what he do. Right, right. He's not starting over a Chris Godwin or a Mike Evans. Evan. You know, come on. You're going to be third at best and probably not even third. Um. So my question is, before we get into the picks, though, is that uh the – Pittsburgh Steelers are the still undefeated right now. You know, usually down here after the last team, you know, loses what we do down here. We pop champagne because another team did not destroy the great undefeated record of the Miami Dolphins. You already know. (laughs) So we're still waiting on that right now. This does not seem like the week that it's going to happen. Obviously, so. because they play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oof. So, obviously, they'll play some better teams down the line. 
So we'll have to hold off probably this week on that champagne. But if they do go undefeated, let's just say they do. It ain't happening. Will it have an asterisk because it's COVID a season? A motherfucking course. What the hell you think? You feel <laughs> I me? Mean? The motherfucking championship for LeBron is going to have a fucking asterisk. So, so even if Miami would have won, it would have had an asterisk. But I wouldn't have gave a fuck because we still won. <laughs> Shit, straight right. the fuck so up. So it don't really matter. Just, it's just like the people. It, yeah, if you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, it's like fuck that. We won that. Yeah, shit. we won. So, but me personally, um, I think I think this game is gonna be like another game where they win and you know add on to their undefeated winning streak right now. Um, they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we know Jacksonville Jaguars are still in the running for getting a new quarterback. So I don't even think they really want to win this fucking game. I don't think they want to really injure any players that do they do have on the roster. So I don't think everybody's gonna be giving a hundred percent. You're gonna give eighty percent. Why? Because you're getting paid, and you don't want it to look crazy on the, on on national television like you're not giving your all. But this game is a quick game. Steelers gonna win. It's gonna be a blowout. Um, I got the th- um, Steelers winning like 34, you know, uh, to like f- 17. I mean, I think this game is a stay away if you're betting on it uh, just because, you know, the Steelers are probably going to jump out to a big lead and then they're going to chill for a little bit and then Jacksonville probably score here, a touchdown here and there and they might make the spread backdoor, uh, you, you know, making a backdoor cover. But it's a stay away altogether. But, you know, definitely the Steelers – you know, you don't even have to, you know, if if it's money line, of course, Steelers are going to win this. You could bet the bank on that. Exactly. Now we got so, another two more bullshit games. We got the Lions versus the Panthers. We got the Patriots versus the Texans. Of course, the Miami Dolphins and all the Dolphins fans want the Texans to actually lose. Um, I think the Texans are going to lose because they always lose against the New England Patriots. Um, Patriots won last week. So I'm just going to go ahead and say the New England Patriots going to go ahead and win. Um, close game, 24 to 20. And then I'm going to go ahead and go to the um, Lions and the Panthers. And I think that the Lions going to go ahead and win the, against the the um, Panthers. Both organizations rebuilding right now. Well, but yeah, I, I think I the Lions. I the last game. Quick pick for the last game. I think the Patriots will cover the spread with the Texans. Uh, the Texans are just a visible team. Oh, yeah, uh, of so course. So Patriots like, covering the spread. Yeah, K- Patriots. What, what's the spread, though? I don't know what it is, but I feel like Patriots. <laughs> Whatever it yeah. is, they gonna cover yeah. it. And yeah. the Lions and, and the Panthers—they got that running game. Uh, yeah, I they got the, they got Texas, the running Texas game. Doing Cam right now. look like he's coming back to old. And, and, and yeah, and the Lions and the Panthers, I think it's a bullshit game. Two organizations that's rebuilding right now, not consistent. Of course, we know uh, with Stafford, if he is playing, I don't know if he's on injury reserve or anything like that. But if he is playing, you know that he's a quarterback that got an arm. You know he's a quarterback that's a big time with big moments. You know he has a lot of game-winning games when he did have Megatron. So, again, I'm just going to go ahead and say um, the Panthers can win this. Don't they got Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. So they got Teddy Bridgewater, but still, I'm going to go Bridgewater ahead. Bridgewater is, you know, he's a good he's a good uh, player, but he's not a, a player that's going to carry a team because Christian McCaffrey is out again uh, this this It's game. over. It's over. So, Lions going to win 24 to fucking 17 against the uh, Panthers. 
Um, I, I think the Lions cover this one big. Uh, so I, I would go with the Lions and bet the over on this game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Okay, now before um, we're, we're going to jump to the next topic right now, I think it's going to re- really be a good game. This is not going to be a quick pick. This is going to be a regular um, game. This is the Titans versus the Ravens. Um, I think this both of these teams, um, the Ravens, I think going to win. And not only I think they're going to win, they're going to come out shining. Why? Because, look. They got fucking humiliated last week. You know, for the last few weeks, it's been an ongoing um, conversation about um, is Lamar Jackson uh, really a franchise quarterback? Is it the offensive um, coordinator? And we all know before um, Lamar got there, their head coach was on a hot seat ready to get out of the NFL and lose his job. So, so right now, I think that it's a lot of desperation right now. I think they lost two weeks in a row, possibly three weeks in a row. But, but, but I'm gonna go ahead and give it to the Ravens. Why? Because I do not like Ryan Tannehill. You know, I know you got this big guy Hercules in the backfield. You know, he he he's just a walking bubonic plague that's just gonna stiff arm and kill everybody that touches him. You know, um, and and and, and um Henry. But I, I think that um. The Ravens are going to go ahead and win this, and they're going to uh, win this 28-14. No, 28-20. I mean, the Titans, uh, they looked bad last game, you know, against the Colts. The Colts kind of made them look look mediocre. Okay. And the Ravens also didn't look good last game either with, with, the, with the game against the Patriots. So I feel like this is going to be a low-scoring game, and I think it's going to come down to turnovers, obviously. And I'm with you. I feel like Tannehill is just a little bit more turnover prone than Lamar Jackson is. Lamar Jackson also gives you the running game, and that really didn't get going like it really should have in that last game. So Mm -hmm. I feel like they they get going this week, and the Ravens win a close game, though. I I feel like it comes down to, like, the final uh, play, um, probably a defensive play by the Ravens. And I think they'll win a close, I'm going to say, 19-13 game. Okay, okay. Now, the next game is the Eagles versus the Browns. I think this is going to be a quick pick um, because we do know both teams are trash. What? We know one what team game? do it, the Eagles versus the Browns. Why, I think why, we don't need do we I think the Browns going to go ahead and win. I think the Browns going to win because both of them are uh, yeah. are, are dysfunctional Actually, right now. The Browns do find a way to win. Their record do not match up with the way they're playing. So I know that they're going to find a way to go ahead and win this game. Um, I don't really even care about the score, but they're going to go ahead and win. Um, you want to go ahead and I say mean, score I would say the win? Browns will win this game because they got the strong running game, man. Like, I mean, you can you can depend on Baker Mayfield to not turn the ball over. Right now. It seems like right now. I mean, you never know with him sometimes. But they got they got Nick Chubb back. So now they're playing with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Oh, yeah. When you got those two dogs and they got one of the best offensive lines in the league. So I feel like the Browns should definitely win this game. They're covering the spread at least with, with I would say, uh, like nine to ten points. So I'm I'm gonna go twenty seven, seventeen Browns. Okay, so now let's go to a game that we really want to motherfucking talk about. 
you know we 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 we're, you know it's Heat Nation, it's Panthers Nation, it's Marlins Nation, and of course you know it's all about the motherfucking Dolphins and this motherfucker. So the <laughs> Dolphins do play this week against the Denver Broncos. Um, see, I think it's going to be Justin Fields just dove in the end zone right now. Oh yeah, Kids you know, see, 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 but watch again, out for Justin Fields. Yeah, we're talking know? about the game that's right now. It's it's um Ohio State versus Indiana. Watch out for Justin Fields. You know, number he, three Ohio State actually versus... has the highest percentage. Who's that? Uh, Justin Fields. This this player right now about to dive into the end zone. Exactly has the highest completion percentage in college football history. Right it's now, all, it's all good. 80, you know. Last see, I seen it was 86%. It don't matter because we know so, he's going to be number one or number two in, in the Justin draft. Fields, you know, we already knew might, that. And look at the score. It's 28 to fucking seven. We say it was going to be 42. might like him more than, than Trevor Lawrence is basically what I'm getting at. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. He, could, he could be that player. Yeah, he has that he, big body, that big frame. That, that could easily win the Heisman right now, especially if Ohio State keeps winning. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. But, you know? yeah, but – uh, back to the Dolphins. Yeah, man. back to the, the Dolphins. Dolphins. You know they hit on a draft pick in in Tua Tagovailoa, so we get to see him once again this Sunday against uh, the Denver Broncos, which mm-hmm. I really don't feel like it's going to be a game. Which is it's just great to see, great to say right now. <laughs> yeah, fam, <fair>, man. <laughs> in, in this time, I mean, in this crazy time. My sports teams, I don't know about your sports teams, but but my sports sports teams are doing well. Every team I root for made the playoffs this year. Of course. Like, Every team. Aren't you all Miami? <laughs> you know? So I know it's the so, Kings. I know it's the Dolphins. I know the Marlins. I yeah. know it's the Panthers know. made the playoffs. Yes. Inter Miami made the playoffs. Yes. PSG made it to Champions League, made okay. it to the final. We I mean, we lost in the final, but we, but we made it. <laughs> you know? The Heat made it and we, and we lost, but we made it. So, yeah, so this game is a mismatch. Not I mean, yeah, I would say off our offense to their defense, but definitely more so our defense to their offense, bro. <laughs> like our defense is flying around right now. They should be having a great day against the Denver Broncos because I don't believe they're going to have their quarterback who was just mediocre to me at this point of his career. Drew Locke is a young quarterback who I don't think is really going to – He's developed into a great quarterback, and he's not playing in this game anyway. So they got the backup of him. Uh. So you got the Dolphins – defense that are going to just feast on this boy whoever it is so i feel like the dolphins blow this team out actually i'm i'm saying like 38 13 type of game yeah you know i think the blow i agree with the blowout but i don't think that it's going to be 38 to you know what what, what score you said 38 13 38 13 I think, of course, like you said, you know, this is a big fucking mismatch. Only reason why we're talking about this game is because we're loyal. We're loyal to everything that's Miami. So when it comes to the Dolphins, again, you have Drew Locke that's not playing. But let's talk about Drew Locke for a second. Drew Locke is the definition of someone that he thinks that he's better than what he really is. You know what I mean? He's really a C student, but he thinks he's an A student. You know, he's a guy that celebrates when you're losing. You know, he's a guy that that don't get it. 
you know, and, 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 you know, when you have someone at the top, at the head, you know, that don't get it, you know, like you said, you take out the head, the rest of the body fall. It doesn't matter about your defense. Your defense always has been, you know, decent, you know, but you as the quarterback and you have someone less than you as the quarterback, you know, because I think you have talent, but I think your talent is up and down. I don't think you're consistent, you know. I think that even, you know, as a um, – as a um, organization, you know, I don't even think John Elway is consistent. You know, I don't even think he should be where he is right now. But, again, that's another story. I think the Dolphins are going to go ahead and destroy you guys on offense, destroy you guys on special teams, destroy you guys on defense. You know, we got two in tongue of uh, Loa, Loa, and we've been winning since we wind up putting him at the hem. He's a quarterback that's accurate, got the the the, the most, um the, the best accuracy in NCAA history, and mind you, think about all. I did the look that up, by the way, because I, you know, I had to look that up. So it's it's, it's passing efficiency. Oh, efficiency! That, that he's the okay. uh, all-time leader in Tua is. Okay. All-time leader in passing efficiency. Exactly. <laughs> so what does that? So what does that mean? You got Joe Montana's, Peyton Manning's, all these motherfucking Hall of Famers, motherfuckers that won multi-time um, 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 championships, and. He holds that record. So yeah. that's the motherfucker that's on the motherfucking Miami Dolphins. We're going to beat you guys all over the place. And look, I'm going to go ahead and say the Miami Dolphins are going to win 32-17. to 17. All right. That was pretty close to, to what, I, well, yeah. what I scored. So um, I think, uh, by the way, it is going to be a, a homecoming for Jerry Judy in that game. So watch out for the young boy Jerry Judy. It doesn't matter. He's from uh, Deerfield Beach. How you gonna get the ball? Uh, your quarterback can't get it to you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I mean, he is. Hopefully, he can get like at least you know a little little dump off passes because I got him on my fantasy team, so I need him to work. Oh, <laughs> oh come on, man! Oh, man. No, no. I, I I need Jerry Judy to work, man. Come on, man. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, another another guy that I got on my fantasy team is Calvin Ridley, also from the crib, and that. And he's playing for, you know, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, hopefully he's back from injury and, and can play in this game. And I really think he's going to be, be a big difference because when he plays with uh, Julio Jones together, that offense can move. It's really the defense that really can't, like, stop anybody. Okay. You know, so I feel like uh, Atlanta is going to make – is going to, uh, you know, win this game straight up because – the Saints right now, they, they seem like they're, they're in flux. Obviously, losing Drew Brees is a big loss. And there's the shuffle on who's actually going to play at quarterback with Jameis Winston we thought was going to play. We see videos of Jameis Winston out there who I still think is a bust. Um, you know, just being that he is a, was the number one pick, you know, him and Marcus Mariota, two busts in that same draft. You know, so it's not always guaranteed that the best quarterback is, you know, going to be the franchise quarterback for the rest of your, you know, for the rest of their career. So the fact that they're going with Taysom Hill is really odd to me just because you've had Taysom Hill for how long? And I didn't realize he was that old. Did you realize, like, this dude is, like, 30 years old? Exactly. Like, how you 30 and, like, you must have – I mean, you know – He don't mind you know, the checks. That's it. He I feel like the reason the why he's older, though, 
is because he, I believe, he went to BYU. And at BYU, sometimes they do these missions and they don't play for a while and they come back. They're fucking trash. And they come back and they, and then they play. So I'm thinking maybe that that is the case with him. But still, like, this whole time, if you were really the truth, you probably would have got value with him to trade for this long or he would have competed more with Drew Brees, I guess. No, but, like, the fact that you're going with Taysom Hill means there's going to be a lot of running game in this game. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. I think they're going to score just because you still got Michael Thomas. You know, you still got Jared Cook at at tight end. And you still got Alvin Kamara. So as long as you can, you know. Get him the ball. You're good to go, especially with Kamara. So I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Falcons – beat the Saints in a close game. It's going to be, I would say, 28-24. I think the, I think the Falcons are going to go ahead and find a way to win. Um, of course, like you said, you know, they don't know who the hell the quarterback going to be. You know, we don't know if Jameis Winston is officially a bust like, you know, Marcus is saying. I don't know, you know, as far as Jameis Winston, why? Because, like, he's a product of being hard-headed like a motherfucker. Like, when I seen him at FSU, when I seen him squinting downfield and stuff like that, like, like you got all this money and you don't want to go ahead and get the surgery. He finally got the surgery. Last week he did do um, decent, you know, um, covering for Drew Brees. Um, I really do think they should have gave him um, a shot um, and see if he can do it, you know, from the snap, from the beginning of the game. Um, but, again, you know, like you said, you got – Peyton Hill, you know, he's fucking like 30, you know, and I don't, you know, for me, I know I look at him as a gimmick quarterback, you know, because that's the only time they really put him in when that's they turn exactly what gimmicks, he is, you know. Um, he's like a fake-ass Tim Tebow. Exactly. So, again, and you don't want to say that because Tebow is garbage as fuck as, as far as passing. Right, you know? exactly. You I know, mean, you can give me everything else, you know, but – but again, I, I I think that you got Julio Jones, you got Kamara, and everybody else, like you were saying. But they can't shine if the quarterback don't get them the ball. It's not like the NBA where you know all you need to do is just pass the ball, and I could just hog the ball and and score. You know, so you know it's different. So I think that the Atlanta, like you said, it's gonna be a close game because I do think the New Orleans Saints is a better team than the Atlanta Falcons right now. But because they don't know. Um, who their main quarterback, starting quarterback is going to be. I know they say Peyton Hill right now is going to start, but, you know, I think there's a lot of, you know, bullshit brewing in New Orleans right now as far as with the head coach, the the injury to Drew Brees, and not not being as decisive on who's going to be the um, backup quarterback. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say it's going to be a um, high scoring – no, not even – well, I'm saying high scoring. This is gonna be a game twenty four to twenty and I think that the um the Atlanta Falcons do actually win that game. So the next topic that we're gonna jump on is we do have um sad news, Dolphin Nation, Miami Nation, um Jake Scott, um Super Bowl MVP of the Dolphins, you know, 
perfect season at that. You know how we do, how we slide in this motherfucker. He wound up dying. Um, you know, um, I think I think Chris was telling me that I knew he died, but I didn't know um, you know, the details. And I think Chris told me that he fell down some stairs. Damn. He won- got in a coma, and he wound up dying Damn. while he was in a coma. You know, we're gonna salute him, of course. You know, we're gonna salute everybody that's part of Miami Dolphins, he Marlins, everybody. You know. You know what it is. You come from Dade County. You know you represent Dade County. Is loyalty till death. So you know I know that he um, he was the MVP when we did um, win a Super Bowl. Um, when he did play, he was the safety of the Miami Dolphins. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to even be thought of being born yet. You know because like 1972, I was born in '85. So. You know, like he he has thirteen years on me as, as far as playing. You know, so so not even just life, just playing. So 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 you know, um, I don't know him too much, but I do know the history of the Dolphins, and I'm gonna go ahead and say sad story. Salute. We'll see you in in in, in um in heaven when we do get there. Yeah, I mean, rest in peace to Jake Scott for real. I mean, he's really the he's Mister Undefeated. If you really kind of Burr. think about it, because because of him, we're all undefeated as Miami Dolphins fans. Amen. If he was the MVP of that team, he's undefeated. And and rest in peace to you, because I represent you, just like you mentioned, like before we were even being thought of. We uh, because we represent you now, because we represent them undefeated seventy two Dolphins. You know because. It's kind of like being from Miami, being a Dolphins fan, you're always undefeated. And that's because, largely in part, because of Jake Scott. So rest in peace, Jake Scott. You know, we with you. You're always undefeated. In our eyes, cause cause we undefeated. Seventy two Dolphins. You know we got baby. You know we got to give him a a, um, a moment of silence. You feel me? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, man, let's just go into the next topic. Or, or did we want to pick some more games? Because, like, we still didn't pick the Monday night game, which is the Rams and the Bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean the Rams and the Bucks is, is a big game because these are teams that have to win. Both are very explosive. Both got pretty good defenses as well. Jalen Ramsey is really, I feel like he's he's completely healthy now. And you still got Aaron Donald. And then on the other side, the the Bucks have a great defense, also that great offense. So this could be kind kind of like an elimin- elimination game for me because I feel like one of these teams is a pretender. You know, could be both. <laughs> but at least one of these teams is a pretender. And we're going to find out on Monday night. With, will Tom Brady really – you know, become that guy we saw last week or that bum we saw the week before. So, I don't know. I know. What's going to happen in this game, honestly. I do. But if I had to pick, I'm going to actually pick the Rams. Thank you. To win this game. Me too. (laughs) I feel like the Rams are actually a better team 
on both sides of the ball. There you go. More consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still win a close game. Somehow Tom Brady keeps it close. So I say 24-20 Rams win. Yeah, and I agree with you 100% because, like, everybody knows. Everybody knows a few years back, you know, when um, Tom Brady lost in the Super Bowl or even in the playoffs, when you put pressure on his ass, he yeah, turned the dick folds. dice. He folds <laughs> at the moments. Nah, Hall of Famer, you know, but, again, that's questionable for me because, again, I call him Tom Shady because you're part of the M- evil empire will build with Bill Belichick and the greatest um, coach of all time with the best record undefeated season in Don Shula calls you Belichick. You know, he yeah. wouldn't rest come in out. Yeah, Shula rest in too. peace to him also. We but lost he him wouldn't come out we lost Don and Shula say, and Jay Scott. Um, like, like, you're Belichick <laughs> if you're not Belichick, you know, because you got to understand it's a brotherhood, you know. So for him to come out and say that against the brotherhood, that means that it's some validity behind that, you know. And, of course, you know, Belichick got caught like four, three or four times. But going to the game, Tom Brady – Versus Aaron um Aaron Donald and um Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Aaron Donald. This is my de- my depiction of the game. Aaron Donald in the backfield. Tom Brady for a sack. Tom Brady for a hurry. Tom Brady third um hurries the ball <laughs> and throws up and Jalen Ramsey for an interception. That's what I think is going to be happening. I think it's going to be a close game. Why? Because I think that fucking golf is a goof. You feel me? He's like he's like fucking goofy, goof troop. You feel me? He's gonna always fuck up when 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 oh, it really damn. when it really I'm not, means I'm not some shit. I'm not gonna be able to take you that out of my head like, now. His ass, J- his Jared ass, goof. Yeah, get Jared's goof. You feel Jared me? Goof. When his ass garsh. You feel me? <laughs> when his ass motherfucking camp do a bootleg or run out the pocket. Why you he's did that trash. Me, Why you did that? <laughs> now now I saying. can't like. <laughs> I can't, I can't, like, he's never going to be golf again. <laughs> never going to be golf again. But it's true, though. Jared Goof. You know, Jared Goof. Even if he, like, wins the Super Bowl, Jared Goof just yeah, won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it sounds better also. <laughs> it sounds better than his real name, golf. You feel me? So, again, at the end of the day, we know what he normally turns into. Both of them aren't that great when 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 they're not in their safe zone. Um, golf when he's when he's out the pos, out, out the pocket scrambling or doing a bootleg and Tom Brady you know he likes staying in the pocket. How you gonna do that when you got um, Aaron Donald in the backfield? So so I do really think that it's gonna be a close game, but I do think that Jalen Ramsey from what from Florida, you know how we do it from FSU, even though I don't fuck with him because yeah. he's from FSU. But damn he. We produce Hall of Famers in the state of Florida. And I think that, you know, right now you said that you think that he's healthy. And if he is healthy, I think that, you know, that just swings the vote and who's going to win the game into, you know, the favor of um, Jared Goof and, and uh, um, 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 Rams. So I think that it's going to be a close game. I would say um, 28 to 32. Now, matter of fact, let me scratch that. 20, 20 to 17 in favor of the Rams. 
Alright, alright. So um uh, we're gonna transition over to our uh, segment, Duck of the Week. Oh my god. And uh I think I already put this on our Instagram of who we was gonna give it to, and I guess we're gonna give it to Bob Arum of Top Got Rank to. Boxing. Bitch ass. Uh really old school promoter. He's been around since like Don King era and uh so so he, 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 he knows his shit. But let me just set the stage, right? So boom, we talked about the Terrence Crawford fight. We previewed it last, like, think last week or the week before. And one of the things I said was that I guess Terrence Crawford was in an interview and they pretty much asked him, like, okay, if you don't get the big fights that you want because of the promoter, like, what, like, are you going to leave this and this and that? I don't think Terrence Crawford ever said he was going to leave, but he, like, left it open. Like, because Terrence Crawford, he's like, he's loyal. He's like, you would like Terrence Crawford. So, I followed um, him. I seen him. So, boom. I seen a little bit of it. Yeah, so so the fight was dope. Terrence Crawford whooped him, whooped Kell Brook in the fourth round. Easy work. And I guess I guess they interviewed Bob Arum. They asked him about Terrence Crawford. And I guess I guess maybe Bob Arum heard what he said and he didn't say too kindly things about Terrence Crawford. He pretty much said, like, yo, I'm losing money on Terrence Crawford. Uh I'm not in the business of losing money on him anymore. How you losing and I'm winning? Lost uh, I could, with the with the last in the last two fights, the money I've lost in his last two fights, I could um you know buy a, a mansion in Beverly Hills. So pretty much saying like, yo, we don't need Terrence Crawford. He also said, uh, Terrence Crawford should promote himself like a like a Shakur Stevenson, like a Manny Pacquiao, like a Mayweather. Now let me tell you one thing, all right? Mayweather left Bob Arum because he felt like Bob Arum wasn't promoting him exactly. the way he wanted to. And Pacquiao, he 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 doesn't even talk English, so he doesn't really promote himself. He fights. He just that's how he promotes because he fights. Um, Shakur Stevenson, he he don't. He's almost like a nice guy. He don't promote Crawford. He promotes himself. He talks shit. You know what I mean? Like the motherfucker is dope. So um, pretty much, yeah. Bob Arum kind of was out of pocket. He's just a bitch saying, ass like, nigga. Yo, we don't we need Terrence Crawford, and so I want to give him duck of the week. I'm going to give him duck of the fucking week also because at the end of the day, like, motherfucking Dan and White was saying, like, it's not my motherfucking responsibility to motherfucking uh, 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 worry about how you going to pay me. Like, I talk shit. People like a motherfucker that talks shit. Even though they hate him, you know, you got to understand every publicity is good publicity. You know, when you're talking shit or when you're the hero like Hulk Hogan or some shit like that. You feel me? It don't fucking matter. So Crawford, he talks shit. You feel me? I remember you was telling me to look him up real quick, see how he talks shit. You sent me a few um, videos, Chris. I did watch him. I, I fuck with him the long way. You feel me? Because he talks shit and he backs it fucking up. Same like I fuck with Mayweather. He talks shit, but he going to back it up. That's why he 50 and 0. So, so again, is it his fucking fault? Like, like everybody should be knowing Terrence Crawford right now, and you had to fucking tell me about this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't even make any sense. You saying you you could lose money, and I'm fucking winning the fights. I mean, I just knocked this motherfucker out in the fourth fucking round. It's your fucking job to promote me, promote everything that I do. I don't know if you're 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 um. I mean, we all fucking know boxing is fucking corrupt like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But but, but besides that, like, I'm beating these motherfuckers' ass, talking shit, 
while I'm doing it. Who don't want to see some shit like that? Who can you blame? I'm going to blame your fucking old ass that's probably stuck in fucking um, The Wizard of Oz and, 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 and not in 2020 right now with social media and everything like that. Because some motherfuckers be stuck in their fucking ways. And that be the old motherfuckers. Old motherfuckers do not like change. Same like fucking baseball and all these motherfucking other um, 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 organizations that's fucking dying out right now. You know, because people do not want to fucking change. People like a motherfucker to talk shit. When they say bitch ass nigga and all that shit, we like that. Yeah, I mean, when I, when I heard this news, man, it, it's just hilarious, dog. I mean, it's just ridiculous, hilarious, because to me, it's like... You basically the boss, right? So if you the boss, you call the shots. So if you call the shots and it's your business, then it sound like and and you not making the business to your liking. Mm-hmm. Then it sounds like you need to be fired. Duh. It sounded like you just fired yourself. Duh. Did you just fire yourself, bro? <laughs> one plus you know, one is two. You're your own manager, and you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So it, it's basically you're managing yourself, and now you just basically gave me a performance evaluation of yourself, mm-hmm. of how garbage you are. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. now and you told feelings. me to basically, you know what? Fire my ass. <laughs> fire me. <laughs> you know I, Didn't somebody else have a problem you. with his ass behind that shit? I would say thank you. If I'm Terrence oh, yeah, Crawford, yeah. If I'm Terrence Crawford and and other boxers in the past, I'm just gonna be like, yo, I'm good with you, fam. <laughs> and not just that, <laughs> you know, like I'm out because, like, yo, it you basically fired yourself when you say something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, if you're not doing the job right to your liking. Or to my liking, mm-hmm. then you need to be fired. See, but move think, on. See, but think about to, it. But to just say something like that, think about just it. Just like wow. Now, I mean, he say some what shit Dana like White, that. What Dana White said, I mean, couldn't have said it any better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but my whole thing is, imagine um, what he said. Um, like all these other boxers wind up doing the same shit because, like you said, Chris. I mean, Mayweather had that same spat. And look at Mayweather. Even though he's a shit talker, his money, he cut the fucking middle man out. You know? So, so like, if Crawford, he's going to put, he's going to bank on himself. He's going to gamble on himself. He's going to promote on himself. It's easier right now because of social media. So, we really don't even need your bitch ass Bob Arums. You know, I could do this myself. Mayweather is gone, so I can go ahead and just shadow what he did. I'm going to make all that money, you know? And even if I don't do a better job than you, I still make more money because I cut you out. More money in for me. So, um, Bob Arams, duck of the day, you a bitch-ass nigga. Duck you of feel the week. me? Could duck of the week, month. duck of the month, duck of the year for that dumb, dumbass, garbage-ass yeah. statement. Yeah, the, on, on the, the last thing on this, just to show you uh, Terrence Crawford's loyalty, like, he was on the Ock and Barack show, which is these uh, these two brothers that do, like, I think they do, like, boxing analysts and interviews for The Zone. Okay. Pretty good. They're, they're pretty dope. So, um, but yeah, he uh, Terrence Crawford was on there. They asked him about it. 
they they told him like the quote that Bob Arum said because I don't think he really you know he kind of stays away from shit like that. He's like one of them people like he doesn't deal with shit through the news. Like if you got you know what I mean, he's like, like he's gonna holla at you like yo, you know he's he's like Diddy. Yeah, he's a, he's a real dude. So. No, pretty, no, no, Diddy's not, not a oh, real Oh, no, dude. no, no, not Diddy, nah, I'm talking about Terrence Crawford. Oh, Terrence okay, Crawford, okay, like, okay. he's going to holler at you on the phone, like, he's not going to go through the newspaper, like, yo, this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. So they like, told him what he said. At first, Terrence Crawford's like, yo, if that's really how he feels, then let me go. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think uh, he's he's come out, he said that, yo, Bob Arum, he's a, he's a good-hearted dude, and he also said, uh, we'll, we'll get top-ranked feud figured out. He said, "He said I can't, I can't bash Bob Arum. He's tried everything. So at the end of the day, that shows you like Terrence Crawford's loyalty. He's nah, it's not. He's he's, he's, one, he's one of those dudes. He's one of those dudes. But yeah. I think uh, next up is the Bitch Benjamin report. Man. We should uh, of course talk it. about some high school. I know Mark has got some stuff to get off his chest on high school. So you know the Benjamin report is always live. You know we gonna hand it over to Mister Benjamin. I mean, I mean it was just two big games last night. Obviously, uh, playoff games. Uh, with four uh, of the best teams in South Florida with Cardinal Givens, hey. um, Gulliver. Uh, that game came out like how I predicted as Defense far as Cardinal again. Gibbons winning the game. No, I thought it was going to be a high-scoring game. It ended up being 29-7, to just no offense from Gulliver. Uh, unfortunately for uh, Gulliver, their season has come to an end. Man. So Cardinal Gibbons moves on, and I feel like they are the favorite to win 4A. Okay. Uh, Brody Pelegi, who already won a championship with Cardinal Gibbons already as their starting quarterback, could be on his way to winning two. Why not? So we'll see. I mean, if, if things were a little differently, maybe if, if all the teams were playing from South Florida, maybe that would be different. Maybe. Asterisk. But um, and they're still going to claim that championship none, nonetheless if Why they not? win it. The other big game, obviously, was American Heritage and Miami Northwestern. Unfortunately, Miami, uh, for Liberty City fans, um, Miami Northwestern lost to American Heritage 12-3. It was a defensive struggle uh, throughout this game. And that's the game you said you was going to go to? Yeah, that's the game I was at. Yeah, you said that was going to be the defensive game, and it's yeah. exactly what your That's what said. happened, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was a low-scoring game. Unfortunately, there were there were not a lot of big plays, but there were four turnovers by Northwestern that that were basically critical. Uh, their quarterback was only a sophomore, Tiger, um, threw some critical inf- interceptions in, in the red zone. Unfortunately, unfortunately. yeah, he uh, he threw some questionable balls that you know were intercepted. Uh, in the red zone is probably the key part because you know they could have scored those couple of times. Um, so American Heritage now is like that that favorite to to win it all. Mm-hmm. To me, they got the best defensive backs in the country. Okay, to be honest, go to the U. Like they they got top flight defensive backs, and it's not you know uncommon for that school at all because Patrick Sertan Jr. went there, who's going to be like a number one pick next year. Obviously, that's Sertan's son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you know Tyson. Um, Tyson Campbell, uh, also a five star coming out of that coming out of that school. But Jacoby Spells, James Williams obviously, uh committed to the U. Uh Boogie Silvera 
who is Bugsy. <laughs> Bugsy Silvera, who, who, yeah, who's Nesta Silvera, who plays for the U's uh, little brother. Yeah, Jacoby Spells, uh, also Damian Fagan. All of these are, are, are top flight defensive backs, and I just named you five. So, also Brian Blades Jr., who was also on that squad. So, there's a lot of players who don't get enough playing time who probably could start for a lot of other football teams. Yeah, I interviewed with uh, Jacoby Spells uh, and Jaden Kinlock, who actually had two, yeah, from American Heritage, who actually had two uh, turnovers uh, in the game. He had an interception, and he also had a fumble recovery. So he's also a wrestler, too, by the way. So, yeah, this this kid, he, he's, li- he's like one of the top, top max preps uh, wrestlers in the nation. Yeah, he's a linebacker for... For American Heritage, so, so. so you could either go into football or possibly MMA? Or possibly MMA. I mean, that is the next level for wrestling. So watch out for him. Jaden Kinlock is his name. Jaden Kinlock. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's it for the Benjamin Report. I got overzealous with the last um, podcast, and, and I said that. Edison and Chaminade were playing this week, but they actually play the next week. So look forward to that game um, because there's playmakers all over uh, that feet. That's going to be over that on on that Trash Power Field in uh in, in Opelika next week. So look forward to that. That potentially could decide the three A state championship. Yeah. I I um, I mean I don't really know what we got next after this. Uh, there's not really That's it man That's a wrap right? I think there's like A UFC fight tonight uh, I don't really know Too much about it The main card I know the co-main event Is uh, These uh, two um, Females fighting uh, Jennifer Maya Versus Valentina Shevchenko I don't know too much About Jennifer Maya So I can't really Break her down But Valentina Shevchenko She's a fucking beast She knows how to Fucking fight Little Blonde hair chick from I don't know where somewhere in Eastern Europe. I'm telling you, yo, those Eastern Europeans are taking over. They're taking over sports. You know what I mean? But yeah, she's she's a beast. What? She, she, she oh, let's that. break that news right now. All right, breaking, breaking news, news, breaking right. news. Jay Quar- Jay Crowder, you know your boy Jay Crowder signed a three year deal with, with the, the Miami no. Heat. No. Oh, this is bad news. This is bad news. Oh, I missed that. He what? signed with the fucking Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns? What the fuck, man? The okie doke. A $30 million um, deal, man. With the Phoenix Suns. And, and we do know that Jay Crowder, you know, this is his last payday, so I do understand why, but um, damn, you know, he was one of the pivotal um, pieces that we had in the playoffs, in the bubble. You know he can he can he could guard all four or all five um, players. You know besides having the height. You know because if you're going against a seven footer like you know AD, but damn bad news for Heat Nation. Um, shit, you know this kind of ruined my mood right now <laughs> as far as you know yeah. the Miami Heat. But sad sad to see damn. Jay Crowder go because he was that three and D guy that, that you could always depend it's all on. Good. We want he's, he's, he's a good he's anyway. a good uh rotational player. I definitely take him over Iguodala just because of age yeah. though. Um but unfortunately we lose Jay Crowder. But uh we got precious though man. 
<laughs> you know, we got precious, and you know, I, I look forward to to a really solid heat season with uh, with the guys that we co- got coming back so far. At least we got Goran Dragic. That was the only one that I was thinking maybe that's the other team. I've been saying it, and I'm keep saying it. It's Giannis, bro. Like that's all we need. This game is over if we. You know, we get Giannis, trade Kendrick per- Kend- Kendrick Perkins, <laughs> Kendrick Nunn, and we are good to go. We will win an NBA championship, bro. Straight up. Yeah, I mean, I think that's about it for podcast yep. right now. I mean, uh, Wes is um, handling restroom shit. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, hey t- Tyson. Tyson's sleeping. I was going to introduce Tyson to the podcast, but he's sleeping. So, um, yeah, man. There's another one. We'll uh, come at another you. Another one. With that midweek Zoom episode. You know what I mean? And yeah, for we'll sure, see. man. We'll see how many points uh, the Dolphins put on them Broncos. You already know. You know? You already know. But Mark West Sportscast. The show. Signing off.